Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Episode 719. Today, we're going to talk to Coach Wright about building a program and program core values. And it's been kind of our theme the last couple months, but I hope uh, everyone is getting a lot out of it. Before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, the reason I love them, the reason they're sponsors of this podcast is not only do they have a great shooting machine, which you should buy and, and, tell, and get $350 off because you mentioned Coach Unplugged. But they give so much to the basketball community. They, if you go over to drdish.com and look at all the drills and resources, and they even gave players workouts, free workouts during this pandemic, they're always giving. And that's why I had to get it out there. That's why I love them so much. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. We've all been... <laughs> We've all sat here in September and October and gone, oh, man, I need to do something. I need to become a better coach. I need to find that right thing. Um, we're there to help. I have, I have coached for 30-plus years. I've been through everything that you can possibly be. If you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for resources, if you're looking for a community, we are the place for you. Go over and check it out, teachhoops.com, for coaches who want to get better. Let's head off to the podcast. All right, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm not even going to guess, Coach, what episode we're going to be in. We were talking about before we came on here how many, how many of these I've done. Yeah, you're in the so, 700. Got I, you. I'm, I'm close to 700. So yeah. I, Coach is, coach is on, the, on the top of this wave right now. So I had to, we had to spend like five minutes so I could kind of get my bearings on who I was talking to. But um, So, Coach, right, I'm going to have you kind of introduce yourself. Absolutely. Um, kind of give a background of where you live. Okay. Um, you are in New York State, correct? Yes. Yeah. So he's in the epicenter. So we're gonna, oh, you know, he he's quarantined. So yes. we're gonna we're gonna talk to him. Um, he's gonna kind of give a background of his world, where he kind of started and where he ended, and then uh, we'll jump in. We're gonna talk about building a program. Um, so I'm gonna put you. This is me being old. 
he's, he's in his tw late 20s, so he's yeah. young in my world. Uh, in some worlds, he's old, that. but he's young. I remember my late, tw I remember my late 20s, too. Um, what I love that he's on, because in my 20s, I thought I knew everything, and obviously, somebody that comes on the podcast wants to share. Absolutely. You know, that's awesome. So, all right, go ahead, Coach. It's all you. Yeah, so uh, first of all, thanks for having me, man. I love your content. I love what you're putting out. Uh, like we spoke earlier, coaches from overseas to the youth, you can get a whole bunch of stuff. So I love what you're doing. Uh, but yeah, I'm from Yonkers, New York, any city Where kid. is Yonkers, first of all? For it's 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 in Westchester. So it's the last city right before the Barrows, right before the Bronx and Brooklyn, Manhattan. So that's where I'm at. So I'm I'm literally 10 minutes away from New York City. But it's the beginning of Westchester. Just because if you're listening to this two years from now, whatever. But so, New Ro where is New Rochelle in comparison yeah. to where you are? Because the only reason I know yeah. New Rochelle, I know New Rochelle for two reasons. Dick Van Dyke Show. Yeah. Oh, nice. So nice. that's how old that's how old I am. The Dick Van nice. Dyke Show, they lived in New Rochelle. And he wow. worked in the city. Yeah. And, and the epicenter and the coronavirus, of yes. COVID virus. <laughs> and COVID, yes. So how far are you from, how far are you from, yeah, from New I'm Rochelle? I'm 20, 25 minutes away okay, from New Rochelle. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I, I got, I got uh, some distance, but it's okay, funny because uh, my fiance and I was actually looking to move there before all this happened. We was like, hey, uh, let's cross that off the list, all right? Yeah, yep. yeah. My, my wife goes, because I talked to somebody that lived close to New Rochelle. Yeah. Ago. My, go, my wife goes, can you catch COVID through the computer? I go, no, stop it. Now I can't. Awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, so um, I was born and raised in Yonkers, New York, uh, inner city kids. I grew up in the project. So there's a lot of basketball being played, a lot of football being played, a lot of baseball being played. Um, we made the basketball court everything. Uh, so that was awesome. So growing up, I was always involved in sports. Um, my so, dad. So before we go farther than that, yeah. you played outside, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I always try to look at things from the positive standpoint. Uh -huh. Kids are having to play outside right now. If they're playing, like I know New York's a little bit more of a lockdown, but the kids in the Midwest, like my son has shot more on our basket in the last, and he's a shooter, trust me, because uh -huh. he, he had the keys to the gym because of me. So yes. it's a little different. It's different shooting outside. 100%. Like, 100%. <laughs> if you can shoot outside, you can shoot. It's, 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 every, it's funny because, uh, like you said, um, I also started working out outside now because, you know, gyms are locked. And uh, I was having this conversation yesterday. I was like, I don't even know how I play basketball outside. Like, right. I come in now, my knee hurt. Like, it, it, my, my shoulders are bothering me. I'm like, how did outside for three, four hours growing up? You know, just nonstop. It'd be an hour basketball. Somebody go get a baseball bat, hour baseball, hour kickball, hour football. It was amazing. It wasn't right. nothing to it. And, that, and that's the thing. I call it my basketball knees because, you know, I used to, we used to play in the summer. We get to, I'm going to age myself. We used to get the juggle, the milk juggle nice. water. Nice. You know, and then I had a boom box. <laughs> That's amazing. And I'd walk down to the thing and I'd play. And the thing is, it was outside. It was cement. It was the metal chain. Correct. And Correct. it's like, oh, love there's a little chains. wind going on. So you got to <laughs> bury it. It's like, yeah. crap. It was this tough. Is how, this is how, this is how old school coaches our field house in my high school when I was growing up was cement. Like there wow. was a wood. It wasn't that rubbery stuff. It was cement. Cement. That's tough. It was cement. That's, <laughs> that's tough. tough. That's that builds tough players though, man. You it get does. Inside, you, and I nothing think can stop me. I know. I think that's. I think that's gonna help. Well, from that standpoint, the kids are doing something. It's gonna help this generation because you can shoot outside. You can shoot anywhere. You can shoot anywhere. You're unstoppable. You know, you you fall on concrete and scrape your knee up one time. 
you put a bandaid on it, then then you feel nothing, you know. And I think it's also gonna help them uh, create a sense of identity, man. Because you know, like trainers are now shut down. Uh, you can't go to these specialization centers to get up shots. You got to really figure out who you are, you know, work right. on your craft by yourself. So I think uh, at, once we get out of this, I think the the, the basketball players, the, the skill level, it will improve because they know that they can do it themselves. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. So you say so you're, you're no, no, no. I love it. Up outside. Then what? Yeah. Yeah. Grew up playing outside. Um, and then um, in high school, uh, I, I was big into football. I really loved football. And my grandfather really loved baseball. And um, like I was a sickly kid. So uh, uh, I, and I'm currently like battling like a, a joint disease, joint bone disease. So I couldn't after my eighth grade year, I couldn't play fall, winter, and spring because I had to take at least two months just for therapy and medication so it was like what are you going to give up and I was like basketball because I love football so much and my grandfather who was a big influence in my life loved baseball so much couldn't give up those two things so I didn't play uh basketball in high school um but I always watched always around it um all my friends played it so I would definitely be at every game definitely criticizing them for not doing the right thing right uh that's when the coach and me started to develop um and then I went to SUNY Cortland I met a whole bunch of people who play on the team there, um, and that grew my knowledge there. Mark Kearney, who's my very, very good friend, is now the associate head coach up there. So we've been talking basketball since I got there in 2012, and just fell in love with the sport. So I was up there. I coached the uh, seventh and eighth grade AAU team girls, and that was a – if you can coach middle school girls in basketball, I think you can do anything. Oh, um, yeah, you, so, can, you can walk on the moon if you can no, do that. Seriously. So it was amazing, though, because the girls were, they were awesome. But that was my, that's how I got into it. And I was just like, I really love this thing. You know, I really want to see where I can go with it. So uh, from there, I graduated SUNY Cortland. And I was an assistant at Port Chester High School, which is in Westchester, uh, for three years. And then uh, I got a teaching job in Yonkers. And then the opportunity presented itself for me to become the head coach at Gordon, where I also went. Um, so me and the principal sat down. Had a great interview. Um, and, like, how, hey, and how was it going back home? It was amazing, man. Because uh, um, I took like the seven, eight year route to graduate undergrad. Like I had a lot of schools that I went to that I didn't like. Um, so I graduated undergrad when I was 24. An outlook on life, like I, I have to give back. But I have to help kids from Yonkers understand how to go to college. But then I also had to pick the right one because that's also a big deal as well. Um, so when I when I got the opportunity to get back and go in and get back coaching, it was full circle and it was surreal. You know, uh, my first game, I forget, my first game, I called my dad and I was like, yeah, dad, I'm about to be a head coach of a basketball game. Because my parents also went to Gordon as well. Okay. He was like, hey, man, you, listen, I'm extremely proud of you. Don't get teched out. I was like, I got it. <laughs> Don't mess up is what my dad would say. Don't mess up. Don't mess up. It was great, man. So I started there. I got my first head coaching gig at 26. Um, I just finished up my second year there. Um, okay. And we're and I really love this topic because we're in the midst of building a program. You right. Know, did I, you I, did you finish your season? Yes, we actually got a chance to finish. Um, we didn't make the playoffs, so they were they were going heading into the state playoffs, and okay. then that's when everything got cut, cut. short okay. before all that can happen. How about you guys? Uh, we, we lost, so, uh, we lost on like a Saturday and they played the following Thursday and then called it. So, um, and, and I coached my son, so it was actually in, in retrospect, it was horrible, but at least I got closure with him. Like oh, he's a uh, senior, he's a senior. So I got to oh, start man. and end. 
It wasn't like we were winning; we were still playing, and they just Correct. called it. That would have that would have been that hard. Been right devastating, there. absolutely. Um, so we got to mourn it. We got to experience it together. Together, and that's great, um, man. Yeah, so that was good. I think from that standpoint. All right, so let's jump into let's jump into your building because I'm sure I'll have lots of questions on this. Let's jump absolutely. into that. Share your screen here as he's sharing his screen. I'll keep talking. I'm not coach when you do this. I, I'm not sure when this is going to go up either. So. You know, I, I will let you know. I will put yeah. all the and I will put all the stuff that he talks about down in the show notes. So if people want to see this stuff, they can definitely see it. So awesome! Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. In, okay. So you must be a Packer fan. Uh, you see the G. Uh, I'm actually a Jet fan. Um, which that's, that's kind of the that's kind of the Georgia that's kind of the Georgia G. The Georgia G. going on there, right? Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I just grew up with it. You know, yeah. everybody that went to high school and played at Gordon is called the G. Right, so this logo has been around obviously since before I was born, but they've been using it forever. And when I got the opportunity to use it, I was just excited, like, yeah, I can't wait to use the G because yeah, that's what Golden is, you know. So, uh, so this is actually I'm going to use it uh, next year. Okay, um, that's perfect. And you have every we have three days of tryouts, uh, but you know the kids who are with me even now when we're watching film, we're, you know we're, I kind of know the foundation that's coming back. And year three, biggest thing is building the foundation, right? Because we know it takes three years in a program for it to really be consistent. Um, so we're still in the building foundation stage and a model that I've been carrying since my senior year of college, even before that, my eighth grade, it was just a be great mindset, right? So anything I wanted to do in life, I wanted to be great, right? Um, and that's something that every day I tell my kids, it's a joke after 6 a.m. shoot around, Cause I don't get it. I don't work at the school. So that kind of sucks. Um, but I'm in an elementary school with a later start. So I get my kids there at 6am. Uh, we have shoot around in season, uh, preseason. We're getting after it at 6am and, uh, I leave and I tell them, Hey, be great and make somebody feel good today. Right. So the one that right. joke this year was like, coach, make sure you be great. I was like, thank you guys. Like you guys. You, are you able to make it back for practice then? Yeah, so I am, uh, we, I have to share a gym with the girls. Okay. So yeah. the girls go first, and by by time I'm out okay. of work, they're wrapping up, and then uh, we can get it going uh, in the gym. So they get okay. uh, th 45 minutes of study hall right after school, and then we're good on the gym floor. I always um, tell them that study hall after school is a good thing as long as you're getting your work done. You know, 100. Uh, yeah. percent I have a, I, and I think everybody knows coach the staff. The staff doing well. Coach is doing as good as the people you keep around them. So yeah. I had um one of my best friends, Keyshawn Bediaco. He's a teacher in the building, um, and he's my assistant, uh, and he does a fun, like, he, he's the glue guy. That's what I call him. Like, he's the psychiatrist, the guidance counselor, the babysitter. Like, he's the guy that keeps the team all together when I'm not there. So he makes sure they stay on top of their work, which is phenomenal for me. It's a, and it's a huge breath of relief because uh, I know he's going to get it done academically with the kids. Right. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us keep the lights on here at teachups.com, go over, join 14 day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe, like, Apple five star review. That would be good. All right. Maybe have a good day. Bye. But yeah, in the preseason, we see this slide, we build a foundation, let them know that be great is the mindset. And it's in every area of life, right? Even.
besides basketball, because the biggest thing I try to teach the kids is that uh, there's going to be a day where you don't play basketball anymore, right? But that doesn't mean that that greatness that's within you, it stops. Right. right. So you got to figure out how to be great in all areas of life and then uh, stay locked in, right? Um, Because there's a lot of distractions as a high school boy, yeah. right? And it's time for all of that. It's right. just 24 hours in a day. That's what I tell my kids. Like, it's time for all of it. But you guys got to know when we're together for the two, three, four hours, whatever it is, you guys got to be locked in on whatever mission that we're trying to accomplish together. Yeah, everybody. So like, I think that's a great message, too, for young coaches is like everybody hangs up their Michael Jordan hung up his shoes at one point. You know, Correct. LeBron James is going to hang up his shoes at some Correct. point. They all do it. So you better be locked in. And, you know, I love that. Figure out, figure out what it is that you want to do as a person, man. Right. That's, and that's the biggest thing for me. Um, and it helps because uh, I'm a younger coach. So I can relate to the kids a little bit more um, like, and what they're going through. Um, so I use that to my advantage and I speak to them as a person, right? And I'm like, guys, like, I was in high school now, it's over 10 years. So that's crazy to even say, right? I've been in high school for 10 years now, but I tell them like, hey, I walk these same halls. Like there's nothing that's going to change, right? The same girl that you want to talk to while fourth period class is going on is going to be there eight o'clock at night and you can be on every social media platform talking to her, you know? So You know what I tell them, coach? I said, if she's a keeper, she'll rebound for you. That's awesome. If she's a keeper... She'll rebound for you. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> and they go, what do you mean? I go, she needs to know that this is important to you. For real. If she really wants to spend time with you, she'll go to the park and she'll rebound for you. That's great. And then you know you got to keep her. If she rebounds That's for you, you got to keep her. That's right. awesome. Because <laughs> you'll get up. To and the, the, the way you, and I tell the boys, I say the way you sell it to her is if she comes and rebounds, then you get done faster, and then you can spend more time with her. You get to spend more time. Yeah, it's a win-win. You know, it's a win-win for everybody, but she's got to be willing to get dirty and come and rebound for you. That's so, amazing. Yeah, I yeah. love that one. I love that, man. <laughs> Use that. I love that, too. And, uh, yeah, so that's, you know, slob one. That's every day. That's what we do. And then, you know, our coaching philosophy and our identity as a program, um, I'm finding out now, you know, going into year three of being the head coach, is the toughest part is really figuring out who you are as a coach. Um Cause I know year one, I was kind of figuring out uh, the line between being a discipline and then also building that relationship. Yeah, um, and it's, it's yeah. a very thin line. You know? It is. So, and it's hard right now with us, not the, the relationship building happens now and we can't do it. So that's really hard. Very uh, difficult. Yeah. There's, very there's, some, difficult. yeah, there's some tools out there you can use, but you're, you're right. It's harder right now. It's, it's extremely tough. So, yeah, one, I know um, I was like, man, how do I do this? Uh, and then every day I would come home and self-reflect, um, get on my fiance nerve, like, hey, I'm trying this. Do you think it's a good idea? And she teaches th third grade. So she got a real, she, I teach PE, she teaches third grade. So she got a tough job. She's like, right. I'm trying great math tests. Leave me alone. But <laughs> right. like, I, so that's what I try to figure out who I am as a coach. Year in, year out, I want to be this consistent figure that the kids know what they're gonna get, right? It's never gonna switch up. Um, as far as my morals, right? My core values, they're never gonna change. And then I had to remind myself that it's okay to switch things up along the way, but never compromise yourself, right? So what worked for my team year one was I had a group of six seniors who were always on time, but weren't very talented, right? So they right. had to work extra hard just to be. They'll make great, they'll make great dads someday, but they're not. They'll great. make phenomenal dads. Yeah, but they're not phenomenal. hoopers. They're not hoopers. No, 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 they're not <laughs> But they'll be amazing fathers. I yeah, can't wait. One, one wants to be a doctor, and I'm like, this is amazing. You're going to take care of me. I'm good. Right. I'm in. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. 
Sancio delivered. Um, uh, my underclassmen, even year one and year two, they were the more talented kids on the team, but extremely lazy, extremely lazy. So year one, I kind of let that, I guess, slip through the cracks. Um, so like one of the underclassmen would come in two minutes late and I would kind of be like, hurry up and get dressed. But if it was one of the seniors, I would like rip them and like balk on them. Like, this is your senior year, how can you do this? And uh, my assistant actually brought that up to my attention. Like, hey, like this kid came in two minutes late and you let him go. Your senior came in two minutes late and you're bucking. Like, if you're going right. to do that, just do that. And it was a tough pill to swallow because I'm like, man, I do that to everybody. But I really wasn't. So right. I had to realize that, you know, it's okay to like switch things up as far as how I practice and stuff like that. But what non-negotiables are, are they can't be switched right being it's, on it's, time it's, is, pick, it's it's for especially for the young coaches is picking which battle you want to fight and which, and which hill you want to stand on and which one you don't 100%. Um, and then you know you, you you treat everyone you treat everyone not yes. not you know you, you, everyone has to be treated the same way and treated fairly but you know it, it, that's a hard that's a hard line that's like sure. the disciplinarian and the and the relationship building same thing with yes. parenting you know yeah and, and yeah i can only imagine like you know it's very tough very tough you know but i had to know and i have we have our three non-negotiables which is be on time non-negotiable right you got to work hard non-negotiable and you have to pass all your classes right. right so those are three of our core my core values that i put out to the program and it's like these are three non-negotiables i don't care what's going on we can't compromise these right. things everything allows some wiggle room but that's it right so that i know being late is one of my pet peeves too. oh my gosh I if you're that. late you don't start it doesn't matter if you miss you don't start it's like i don't care if, i'm sorry your gerbil died and you had to go to the funeral, but like, you're, I'm starting to get right. here every day. <laughs> no, um, seriously. Yeah. And it's like, seriously. it's, it's, yeah. So, but, but the key to this, especially for the young coaches listening is you got to convey these core values to yes. the players, but also yes. to the parents Yes. and say, this is what we're going to do. I'm not punishing your son or daughter, but yes. I'm, I'm rewarding the kids that are here. Here's what, and this is a life skill. I'm trying to teach them life skills moving forward. So I agree, Coach, 100%. And, and it's funny you say that because I have a, a little story. Well, once I started my 6 a.m. practice two years ago, um, I've had, I had, I promise you, every single parent call me and like, hey, um, are you the one to get my son up at 5 o'clock in the morning to get to practice? And I'm like, yes, he's not going to no girl's house. He's not laying in the streets. He's coming to the school at 6 a.m. And it was like, right. this is actually amazing. Like, thank you. And I'm like, no problem. Yeah, because you, you know why? Because they go to bed earlier because they're tired. Exactly, because they're exhausted, right? right. So, and that's the goal, man, to get them exhausted and, and get them there. So, yeah, so this is what we go over, our philosophy and identity. And then um, what I'm figuring out is, um, and we kind of touched on it a little bit, right? I have to, and as a program, um, we got to be consistent. And the biggest two things when building a program, I found out, was with your actions and with discipline, you have to be consistent. You can't do one thing for one kid and not a thing for the other, like we were just talking about. And I've lost this year easily two or three games because my star player who I actually end up kicking off the team didn't come to 6 a.m., right? So he didn't make it to shoot arounds the day before a game, right? Or he didn't do his homework and I'm getting a letter from the teacher and I'm like, hey, big guy, like you're just sitting out. I don't really care. Right. Thank you all, but this you can't do that. So and you're trying. What you're trying to do too, but for the young, you're trying to build culture. 
True. Right. It's like this is a culture building thing. This is True. what we right. do. This is what we stand for. You know, we leave the locker room better than we found it when we Absolutely. leave because that's Absolutely. what we do. And it's like, I don't care what other people do. It's like, again, parenting. I don't care if your friends are going out during Correct. quarantine. You ain't going out during quarantine. You know, I don't no care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 100%, man. So I figured out those are the biggest, the two biggest things that I really had to focus on and I'm currently focusing on while building a program, right? They got to know the way I'm going to act in every situation and the way I discipline them is never going to change, right? It's going to be consistent to the point where, you know, the kids were holding themselves accountable. And that's what I was trying to get to, you know, like it'll be 5.52 and somebody was missing. And before I can say it, the kids were calling each other, you know, like, hey, yo, where are you? We got eight minutes. Like, you got to hurry up and get here. And that kind of brought joy to me as the season progressed. Like, you guys are getting yep. um, And then, you know, on the same page of that, it's whatever, whatever you're going to do, do it. Don't look back, but always reflect, right? So I'm, what I said, just like we talked about what I said, if you miss 6 a.m., you're not playing, right? And right. I can't change that. I can't go back on my word two months from now and be like, well, you missed it just because of X, Y, Z. Uh, maybe that's a cute. I, I can't do that, right? But what I can do is now reflect. And what I did with my kids during the year, like halfway through, I'm like, guys, how are you feeling? Like, how's your body feeling? How you doing mentally? And they was like, hey, coach, uh, we love 6 a.m., but we want to watch more film, right? We want to see what we're doing right. at 6 a.m. So now in the afternoon, we can correct it. And I'm right. like, you know what, guys? That's a phenomenal idea. Right. So now we did 6 a.m. We'll be on the floor shooting for 20 minutes. And then we'll go up to the classroom and watch film of the opponent we're about to play or the game we played yesterday. Right. They want to watch and learn. Yeah. I love that. Exactly. So that, that, you know, one of my kids brought that up to me and I was like, I never even thought about that. Like, that's amazing. So uh, I'm going to go as a coach at the program, we're going to do what we do. We're not going to look back on it, but we're going to reflect to see how we can make it. Yeah. And then um, like we talk about values, building values, like building culture. It's like, what are you willing to sacrifice? And I think this, Last dance thing is amazing. The timing of it coming out, especially if you're an athlete of any kind, is amazing, right? Because he was the ultimate competitor. And he spoke about this, you know, in one of the last episodes. He's like, you have to pay a price for winning. You got to pay a price for being. And it's it's all about what are you willing to sacrifice, right? And this is something that I speak with my kids about all the time. And you kind of just said it too, right? She's going to come rebound for you if she really wants this she relationship to sacrifice, work. Is she willing to sacrifice some of her time for you? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. So we speak about that all the time. And um, and, and this is once, I like I said, once I get the team together, I bring these slides up and I tell them about what I'm sacrificing, you know, because I feel like when it's personal, the kids get it. Right. Kids understand that. Listen, I have a family at home as well, and I can't see them as much as I want to. You know. Right. Um, I tell. I use that all. I used to use that all the time when my kids were little. It's like you know, I could be home right now. Seriously. You know, my my kids are only going to be six once. So if you ain't going to work, I'm going home. Like I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out of here. You know. Out of here. You know. And a and a lot of my kids come from like uh, if they do play when they're young, it's like broken programs, right? Where like the coach will switch in the middle of the season and stuff like that. And I'm like, guys, like. If you want me to be a coach that don't care, you can go somewhere else, right? Because I'm right. always going to care. I'm always going to be on top of you, right? So I'm sacrificing my energy. I'm sacrificing my time, my family. I'm sacrificing my money because I heard you speak about, uh, like, having snacks in the room for the kids. Oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. I love that because literally every 6 a.m., they know for a fact they're getting a Pop-Tart and a fruit. Most of the time right. the fruit probably ends up in somebody else's hands or whatever right. the case may be. But they know, and that's also an actual little motivation for these kids. Like, hey, let me get it because Coach is going to have a Pop-Tart fruit and a Gatorade for them. 
Right. You know, so I'm, I'm sacrificing my money, my time. Right. You know, and these are things that they're very important. And the so, difference between good and great is not that much. Like I said, we can be good. I, I always use the example. Like I said, I can have my mom come coach you guys, and we're going to be good because <laughs> we've done everything, and you'll yes, win the right way. Thirds yes, of yes. the games. But if you want to be great, yeah, great yeah. is different than good. Yeah. You know, yeah. good, good is okay. Some people are satisfied with good. I'm not. I want great. I don't want. I good. want yeah. greatest. And I tell my kids all the time, it's it's a grind that's ugly, <laughs> that it, it it doesn't look good to you to the outsiders. Uh, your knuckles are gonna get dirty. You're gonna bleed. You're gonna be tired and sick. Like, but you have to grind, and that's the price of well, and, and we've won some state titles, and I wear my rings yes. and stuff, and that's I go, amazing. you can't buy this thing at Target. You can't buy this. Like, Charles Barkley doesn't have a ring. Yeah, 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 you don't think yeah, yeah. he wants a ring, but he can't go uh, buy a ring. He doesn't yeah. have a time machine to go back and beat him. Absolutely. You don't think he gets ribbed every day from Michael Jordan about not having a ring? Come yeah. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. You know, you see Shaquille O'Neal going at him on, on the TV show every week, right? Right, yeah. So you don't got one of these. Right? It's a ring. I get it. You, you got to earn that. So mom can't, buy, mom can't buy that for you for Christmas. You got to earn your own ring. Yeah. 100%, man. And then uh, we go on, and I asked them this question personally, like, what do you value most, right? And especially being part of this program. What do you value? You, you just think winning is everything, right? Or you just think your your own personal accolades is why you're here. Like, what do you value the most? And then they give me their answers, right? I wrote a couple down. But I told them the, the point of this program, what you're going to get is you're going to be a better person, right? And you're also going to leave this program much better than what you found, it, right? So, and that's what I value, right? Wins and losses they're going to come. They're, the wins are going to come. Uh, if, we, if we do these, this thing the right way, it's going to come. And I've done a bunch of these on building programs. It's the process, people. It's Correct. the process, people. Correct. It's the, 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 and, the, and from someone that's won a, a lot of games and had a yeah. lot of success, if it's only about wins and losses, it's going to be very shallow yeah. for you. It's got to be about the process and the building over time. You know? Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us keep the lights on here at teachups.com, go over, join, 14-day free trial, and then – Stop the car, subscribe, like, Apple five-star review. That would be good. All right, maybe. Have a good day. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.